0: Hi, it's Dave. Today, Tesla broke $900 and ended up closing at $887, and it's mind-blowing. Today, I'm gonna share in this video my thoughts, and I'm also gonna answer some questions. So when you're invested in high growth stocks, and if you pick actually a big winner, a generational company that's just gonna have massive multi year gains, these gains oftentimes don't come steadily or you know incrementally year after year. Sometimes these gains come all of a sudden when people start to reevaluate or reassess the company's future. When valuing high growth companies, a lot of their valuation is based upon their future earnings or future potential. If you watch my other videos on Tesla and investing, you'll know that I'm a proponent that there's a lot of complexity involved in understanding companies and understanding valuation and oftentimes you have to look at things from different angles and you have to have deeper thinking in other words sometimes you need to go against the flow of just conventional thought and you have to really try to understand what's happening now Tesla closed with a market cap valuation of hundred and sixty billion dollars the only automaker that's higher than Tesla at this point is Toyota at about two hundred billion dollars so it's just about a 20% gain and Tesla can overtake Toyota as the most valuable automaker in the entire world now lots of people will be shaking their heads. And they'll look at Tesla just eight months ago at $177 with a market cap of under $32 billion. Fast forward just eight months and now they're at $166 billion market cap. How can you explain this dramatic rise? And a lot of people and shareholders will get frantic and they'll be selling as Tesla goes up higher. For each person, that's their personal decision to sell or to buy. And each person should take responsibility of their own financial situation. However, in my view, I can explain somewhat the wide valuation differences of Tesla. For example, let's say in 2021, you expect Tesla to deliver about $5 billion in profit. Now, if you have kind of more of a pessimistic view on Tesla and the auto industry and of Tesla's potential, you might give it a 10 times multiple of that uh, profit. So it may be a $50 billion valuation. But if you're very optimistic and enthusiastic of Tesla's future, then you might give it a 40 times multiple or $5 billion times 40 would be a $200 billion valuation. You see the difference between giving a 10 times multiple and a 40 times multiple off of earnings, um, let's say 2021 earnings, leads to a wide gap, a wide difference of $50 billion valuation and a $200 billion valuation. Now let's say you do this a little bit differently. Let's say in 2021, you only expect Tesla to make $2 billion profit. And if you put a 10 times multiple, that's only $20 billion, right? Versus if you expect $5 billion profit and you expect massive growth and you give it a 40 times multiple, then you got Tesla at $200 billion. So in a lot of ways with these high growth companies, the valuation tends to be kind of loose terms of what your expectations is in terms of future revenue and future earnings and what kind of multiple you're going to give to that company. And that's why you can see these wide fluctuations of Tesla stock price where you saw Tesla, you know, break 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, now $900 just within a period of months. And it's because this valuation that investors are giving Tesla has shifted from more of a pessimistic view to more now of an optimistic and enthusiastic view of Tesla. In the past, I I've also argued this case back in 2013 and 2014. I was putting together a case where I was looking at Tesla, as, um, Tesla 1.0 as a niche automaker or Tesla 2.0 as one of the major automakers and Tesla 3.0 as the leading automaker beating out Toyota in terms of revenue and profit by the year of 2030. And in 2014, I laid out in an article in Tesla Motors Club where I showed the projected market cap um, valuation of each of these scenarios, Tesla 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0 and back in 2014 according to my projections I was forecasting Tesla if they were to execute well and have a Tesla 3.0 type valuation that in 2020 their market cap would be between 130 and 150 dollars if you just looked at the numbers and you looked at Tesla's growth you could actually determine based upon the revenue and the and their earnings and multiples and and if you do some projections then you can see that yeah this is actually um, a company that could grow massively and have a massive valuation by 2020 because I had that kind of foundation of understanding and foundation of forecasting back in 2013 and 2014. Now that Tesla has reached $150 billion market cap valuation, I'm not mentaled, you know, I'm not short-circuited in my brain and I'm not scared because I forecasted that type of valuation from back in six or seven years ago based upon different scenarios. About 20 months ago when Elon Musk tweeted that there was going to be a short burn of the century coming soon, I had posted an article on Tesla Motors Club again about 20 months ago detailing what I described as the possible scenario of a short burn. And the whole thesis was that Tesla would be able to show profitability with the Model 3. And because of that, that that would cover all their expenses. And that profitability would start multi-month re-evaluation of Tesla. And you'd see a dramatic rise in Tesla, which would be the short burn of the century. And because of that forecasting a couple years ago that I did, when Tesla made its dramatic rise from 2, 3, 400, all the way to 900, I'm not completely taken by surprise because I'm expecting that type of dramatic Rise. In fact, when I was writing that article a few years ago, I was expecting Tesla to go from about $300 to even up to a thousand or more. And because of those forecasting expectations, I saw different scenarios and probabilities. And because of that, I was more prepared when Tesla was making its dramatic rise. This morning, a friend texted me and says, "What's going on with Tesla? Is this a short squeeze?" And I texted him this article that I wrote 20 months ago, detailing the short burn of the century and the, the whole scenario. And I'm going to go ahead and link that in the video description so you guys can take a look at that. Go ahead, read the entire. Thread to get a, a better view and background of what's going on with Tesla and why some people predicted a short burn of the century even about two years ago and was forecasting a dramatic rise in the stock price. And take a look at the thread, I think that might help you out. I want to share this interesting story because Tesla closed at $877 today. Several years ago, back in 2013, there was a conference called Tesla. Live. It was kind of one of the first Tesla enthusiast conferences back in the day. And I had been invested in Tesla stock since 2012. My wife and I had put a significant amount of our cash and money into Tesla at that time and we had seen a dramatic rise from $30 to $130 and I remember this Tesla life conference I think it was in July or so of, of 2013 and Tesla had made this dramatic move from $30 just a few months ago to $130 and at the conference I met a professional trader and this guy had 15 to 20 years of experience and in fact he was trading Tesla when it was between 30 and $50 and he got out at around $60, he said, but he said when Tesla was between $30 and $40, he was trading options with so much magnitude in terms of the number of contracts that he held a significant percentage, like several percent of the entire company in terms of controlling the shares of the company. And he had shared that he had made a crazy amount of money on this stock, but that he wasn't touching it right now just because it had run so far. I I remember telling him, we put in all of the money that we made in a certain business that we had um, over time, and we were very comfortable with our investment and just holding it and he was completely flabbergasted and he was saying you're crazy look at the dramatic rise that Tesla has experienced and you'd be insane to keep your money in this thing you know you should take your profits while you can because this stuff can just sink and go down like crazy I remember telling him that first the money that we invested in Tesla even though it was pretty much all of our liquid capital and assets at that time it was money that we actually didn't need to survive because we had a business we had some cash flow we didn't have immediate cash needs we were fine in terms of our living. And so this money, even though it was a significant amount for us, we weren't depending on it for survival. Therefore, we didn't have a certain attachment to this to this money. And second, I told them that I believe Tesla is just in the early days. And if Tesla could just take the Model S and shrink it down to the Model 3, which I believe they could and they would, that the Model 3 would just be the most game-shaking car in the history of the auto market. And how Tesla could completely dominate this auto market and become a $100, $200 billion market cap company in 10 or 15 years and I told him that I saw that probability is very high and that I didn't want to sell at $130 take a hit with all the taxes I would have to pay and I wouldn't be able to get in with as much Tesla shares that I had right now and he was just completely floored and I remember talking with him late at night for an hour or two and he was just like trying to convince me to pull my shares out of Tesla it reminds me a little bit of the situation in 2019 you had this dramatic rise in Tesla and I think a lot of people would be thinking oh my gosh you're crazy to keep your money in Tesla when Tesla is at $800 $900. Just look at Tesla, it was at $177 just eight months ago. This stuff could just crash. And yes, there is a possibility that It could crash, and that's the thing with these stock prices. They're so arbitrary in some senses, right? Give a 10 times multiple a year or two out versus a 40 times multiple, you get a difference between a $50 billion market cap company and a $200 billion market company. This is an insane range. And I think that goes to show the volatility of a stock where its value is so much based upon its future potential that's relatively unknown and and unproven in some ways and so these massive fluctuations in terms of valuation and massive ups and downs in the stock price is almost to be expected because with investing in the stock market we're dealing with humans and humans carry their emotions and their human sentiment into their investing decisions and so you're gonna have a time where people are down on a company you have time where people are up and enthusiastic about a company this is gonna impact their future projections of the company and therefore also their stock price and there are also gonna be special times in a company's history where they might go through many years or several years of a lull but internally their core company is executing toward a long-term goal and then there's a breakout quarter where they start showing profits like in the case of Tesla and it seems like it's going to be sustainable profits and they have more and more upcoming products to show and it just seems like their profitability is going to be increasing over the future and in certain times you have these inflection points these turning points or these tipping points where the mood and the sentiment start to shift and you start to see a herd mentality forming around a company around a stock and you might see a reevaluation a revaluing of a company stock and you see this massive rise and it can go the flip way. You can see a massive you know, re-evaluation downward for a company that's not executing or meeting its long-term goals. In a lot of ways, I personally kind of hope that, you know, we didn't have these daily stock prices to go off of and we didn't have like on our phones, you know, the stock ticker, you know, showing all the time. Like what if we just had a newspaper that showed the valuation of our stock on a weekly basis, you know, where we got a weekly newspaper and we just saw it once a week. Like maybe that would be more calming to our mood and to our sentiment. But as we have it now, we've got this daily ticker you know that's on our phone and most of us had these real-time quotes where we're seeing these massive fluctuations like today tesla went up to a 966 bucks and it went down 100 dollars or 150 dollars. tesla today alone traded 50 million shares at about 900 that's like about 50 billion dollars worth of tesla which was traded on a single day i would imagine that would be a record but that's just massive to think about. There's so much trading in and out of these stocks and that is what is driving a lot of the sentiment, the mood, and the coverage around Tesla. One thing I've learned over the years as an investor in Tesla since 2012 is that journalists and analysts just don't have the depth of insight and knowledge to analyze Tesla as a company and as a stock very well. Oftentimes they're looking at shallow surface indicators, and they don't really understand the depth and the core kind of product and execution that the company is delivering. And that's why in certain ways a retail investor who can invest the time and energy to learn how to evaluate and analyze companies, but also an investor that can be a product enthusiast, meaning a person that actually uses the company's products and knows that company's products against all the other competitors products. Oftentimes that person can have an advantage over the analysts or institutional investors. In the case of Tesla it's a fantastic opportunity for a retail investor who's a product enthusiast who gets involved owning the product of let's say a Tesla Model 3 to experience that and see how much better that product is compared to all the other products out there. A similar thing happened with the iPhone back in 2007. It was a perfect opportunity for the retail investor to just own one of the most influential and revolutionary products in our lifetime, which is the iPhone, and to see how this is completely revolutionary and far superior than anything else out there. If you've watched my Tesla Break 600, my Tesla Exit Plan video, I share this criteria where I say if company has a clear and probable path to a 10x valuation within five to 10 years, my opinion is to hold on to that stock and to ride it, even if there's massive ups and downs with the stock price. And that's gonna be the reality for a lot of these massive winners or generational companies. There'll be times of lull and there'll be times where there could be a steep appreciation in the stock. If you've watched my past videos, you know that I'm all about deep thinking, looking at things from different angles, from an objective point of view, kind of rejecting the herd mentality, just emotional reactions and trying to really see if we can forecast something and grab the opportunities, the big investment opportunities, especially the ones that are like generational companies like a 10x over the period of five to ten years and also if you've watched my videos you'll know that there's a lot of people commenting and asking questions and so I want to take some time and answer some of these questions that some viewers have posted recently the first question is from Robert Van Duren he says could this surge be caused by the financial funds that speculate that Tesla will be in the standard and poor in the near future so that they are buying the shares now while they are still relatively cheap after Tesla is admitted the shares will be higher because of the demands of the funds yeah I think there could be a possibility of some funds that are kind of front-running the eventual S&P inclusion and that's one of the reasons why last December I posted a video on why Tesla will be included in the S&P 500 in 2020 because I wanted to give people a heads up on this important event which will be Tesla being added to this all-important index fund of the S&P 500. When that happens index funds around the world that are tracking the S&P 500 will have to buy a certain amount of Tesla shares and that could you know increase demand and increase the stock price of Tesla. It's completely possible that some funds are seeing that a bit early and are purchasing Tesla shares I think that could be one of the factors. It's probably not the only factor that's going on with Tesla's recent stock price rise. If you watch my video from yesterday, Tesla Breaks to 700, I talk about the dispersion of beliefs and how I believe there's a convergence now where people are seeing the long term potential of Tesla. They're seeing it not as a company that's a niche car company, but it really has the potential to disrupt the auto market and potentially the autonomous driving market. And because of that, right now I think you're seeing a revaluation of what Tesla is as a company and a revaluation of. Tesla's potential as a company as well. It's interesting because I think a lot of times the qualitative folks, they enter first with the disruptive, innovative company, and they enter as product enthusiasts. They use the product, they love the product, and they're big believers in the company and product. While the quantitative folks might resist and reject and be skeptical and doubtful that company because they're not showing the numbers yet, eventually if this company is executing well and the demand grows for their products and they're able to defend and extend the superiority of their products then these quantitative folks also join the bandwagon because they start to see the numbers they start to see the growth numbers the revenue gro- numbers the gross margin numbers the net profit numbers and then they start to join the bandwagon and when the qualitative folks and the quantitative folks come together and converge that's when you see i think a large potential revaluation of the stock and a convergence of this dispersion of beliefs and so i think in some ways we're seeing a turning point in Tesla history where there's a massive change in sentiment. If you go back Tesla breaks $400 video, I kind of detail that out what I thought was the changing sentiment from the top leading kind of hedge funds and people who are influencers on Wall Street, how they are changing their mind on Tesla and how it's a herd mentality and how other people follow that lead. So check out that video. Tesla breaks 400. It's a foundational video I think that you guys need to watch. Here's another question from Aryan memory. He says how do you measure replicability of their disruptive product or any other company? So this question was from my Tesla exit plan video. I take this question to mean, how do we know that Tesla can defend their product superiority? Like how do we know that Tesla can continue its dominant position as the dominant kind of electric vehicle maker and the dominant kind of like player in the autonomous driving field? I think I think there's a few ways to look at this. First, you've gotta look at their execution. Is that company executing really at a world class level? Like can they go head to head with the Google and Apple and Amazons of this world and beat them out? Like, is that type of execution present so you want to see this progression is the product improving are they delivering on what they're saying they're they're delivering is the product getting just better and better over time is is their lead over other products increasing not decreasing another thing to look at is network effects what this means is when more people use the product that combined network creates additional value that's shared by all the other people on that network so an example when you have superchargers when more superchargers are added to the supercharger network there's network effect for example in Southern California where I live there's a ton of superchargers that are coming online and now you can go like 10 or 15 miles and there's another supercharger 10 or 15 miles and there's another supercharger and for every supercharger that's added it adds value to the entire network to the all the Tesla owners in the Southern California region because now they have a denser supercharger network which makes travel or long-distance travel much easier therefore for example in Tesla's case their growing supercharger network as it gets denser and denser and different regions this has a network effect to improve the value of their product another network effect is the brand and trust when more and more people start using a company's product there is an increased recognition of that company and there's greater trust in that company so for example when you have a bunch of people in your circles and in your neighborhood and in your city driving around Tesla that basically improves the reputation of the company and improves the value that the company can give to people this also happens in reverse effect for example if there there's a Toyota or a Honda or a BMW let's say company whose sales are decreasing what you see is you see the social proof of these people leaving this company and then I say going to Tesla now this is reinforced where people start to say, wait I don't want to get a BMW anymore because all my friends don't want a BMW they want a Tesla. Another network effect is data with autonomous driving press one of the most important parts and pieces of the puzzle is having copious amounts of relevant data and with Tesla and their large fleet of cars on the market and all their cars having the sensors for autonomous driving already Tesla's amassing an a huge amount of data that's already being used to improve the autopilot experience and will eventually, I think, lead to autonomous driving. Another thing I look at is the ecosystem that Tesla has accrued over the years. It's immensely complex what Tesla has done over a multitude of areas and arenas. For example, Tesla has the best battery tech, the best battery packs. The drivetrain has the software. The over-the-air updates. They have a connected car. They've got superchargers. They got service. They've got the whole package, and they've got safety, etc. And this entire ecosystem that. Tesla presents is extremely difficult to copy and to emulate. Someone might be able to come up with a decent electric car, but where's the charging, you know? Where's the efficiency? Where's the range? Where's the safety? There's so much. Where's the software? Where's the autonomous driving? There's so much that people are underestimating that what of what Tesla has accomplished so far I think that's a competitive advantage and something to look out for in Tesla in order for there to be a true competitor to Tesla the competitor needs to have an ecosystem that can compare with Tesla and if they don't have density of superchargers like Tesla then they don't have the same level of a compelling ecosystem that Tesla offers and it's gonna be truly hard and difficult for them to compete with Tesla the next question is from earn my turns says Dave looks like you need to release not one but two videos in the same day Tesla leapfrogged over the 800 do I need moral support be held by the hand I'm stunned rather than elated my head is spinning help yeah well Tesla almost did skip through the 800s fortunately in some ways it actually settled in the 800s uh, to close today over the years I've been through so many ups and downs and there's been a lot of volatility and there's been you know lots of stress along the way the most stressful times for me personally was very early on from 2012 to 2015, when I was building and accumulating my Tesla position. And there would be times where I would purchase and the stock would go down, and those were the kind of the most stressful times for me personally. But after a certain point when Tesla has just escaped my cost basis, it's been a rather calm and peaceful journey for me because first of all, I'm looking toward the longer term goals. I'm looking toward the 10X valuation goal. Specifically, I'm looking at the 2028 Elon CEO incentive plan goal of $650 billion within the next eight years. I'm seeing is Tesla gonna execute toward that and what are the probabilities of them achieving those goals. And because I have that kind of long term goal, I'm able to withstand the fluctuations a little better. I'm able to focus on what the core health of the company is rather than on the short term daily stock price movement. The next question is from our nude van, Hoelingen, he says, F me, it's over $905 right now. Wish I could time travel and go back to 2013 and buy a shitload of Tesla stock. Well, I've got sad news. You can't go back in the past and change your actions because it's already done, so you can't go back to 2013. But I actually encourage you to go back into 2013 in terms of your memories to kind of learn and to experience what's going on. Some people think to pick a big winner, it's just all luck and fortune. You just have to be at the right time in the right place. And there's a certain amount of truth where, yeah, timing is super important, right? You miss a certain uh, business opportunity or you miss a certain investment opportunity by six months and it can be a world of difference however there's another side where I think there's a lot of skills and knowledge and experience that you can gain that will help you to identify the right business and investment opportunities to seize the opportunities when they come and I personally think a lot of this can be learned it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of dedication and it takes a lot of wisdom and expertise to know how to analyze businesses to know how to value companies and to know trends and to kind of forecast what's going to be popular in the future I mean the core of investing is you're trying to buy a piece of a company that other people are going to want to buy so much more than they do right now. So basically what you're doing is you're taking a piece of a company, you're buying a piece of company, betting that this piece of the company is going to be so much more popular and in demand in the future. And that's kind of the core of investing, a lot of it depends on how well you're able to forecast the future. And a lot of times people are s- spreading out their bets and you know that's fine in certain ways. And I'm, I'm going to do a, a video later on on diversification and my views on it. But I think there are times where you see a big Big product hit, you see the iPhone and you want to go big on the iPhone. You see the Model 3 and you want to go big on the Model 3. There are certain things that just come along not very often where it's just so clear to some people who understand what's going on that this is a revolutionary product, not just a revolutionary product, but that's leading a revolutionary movement. Like the iPhone led a revolutionary movement of the smartphone in your hand and in your pocket, the internet always on you. And the Model 3 is leading a revolution, not just electric vehicles, but of autonomy vehicles for the next decade or two. And this is an amazing movement to be part of. I think a lot of this stuff can be learned. It takes a lot of dedication and skills. And that's part of the reason why I, ha- I have this channel. I wanna help out those people who want to learn those skills and take the next step as an investor. The next question is from Tunam Tab. It says, pushing toward $900, them shorts gonna burn. Elon Musk a couple years ago predicted that there was gonna be a short burn of the century. I wrote an article about that about two years ago as well. And I'm in the process of making a video explaining what the short burn of the century is, why I thought it was going to happen back, you know, when I wrote that first article two years ago and how I see it playing out. And that's one of the reasons why I can have a calm and kind of collective attitude right now is because there was a forecasting of kind of a massive stock appreciation and a time period where there was going to be a tipping point. So anyways, this short burn actually wasn't just something that you know, is out of the blue. It is out of the blue in certain ways. It's hard to um, predict the exact timing of it. But the conditions and the scenario was actually forecasted, you know, a couple of years years. ago by different people I'll share a video on this a bit later the next question comes from Royal Domi says Dave you must be a millionaire already you invested around $30 congratulations well yeah I don't actually look at my gains personally like on big days especially big days where it's big losses or big gains like it kind of mentals me when I look at or try to calculate what how much you know so called my paper gains or paper losses are and so that kind of actually helps is to kind of take a step back and say hey this stock price is not really relevant to the game I'm playing I'm playing more of a long-term game. I'm playing this game. I'm saying, hey, 10 years out, five to 10 years out, is this stock really going to do a 10x, right? In 2012, I'm looking out to 2018, saying, is this stock going to go from three and a half billion to 40 billion dollars? What are its probabilities? How is a company executing? How are their core products being adopted? And what are these owners saying about them? And in 2018, I'm looking at the 2028 goal of 650 billion dollars set by Elon and Tesla, and I'm saying, asking the same questions: Is Tesla executing? towards those goals? What's the health of the company? How are their products? How are they entering and dominating new markets? And that's kind of the core of my investment thesis and that's why, for example, I'm not too elated when the stock price goes up or down too much. I'm more elated when the. company does well when the company executes well and i do get disappointed when the company doesn't execute well all right guys i got a bunch more questions i want to answer and had them prepared but hey, it's getting kind of loud in my backyard with all these people and lawnmowers going on so i'm going to end the video now please subscribe to this channel it's going to help out a lot share this video and like it and Add in your comments when you think Tesla is gonna reach $1,000. I'll go ahead and I'll try to post another video to this week, commenting and sharing some more thoughts on Tesla and investing. And yeah, this channel, I'm hoping is gonna be helpful to a lot of you guys as you process what's going on and start building an investment philosophy that's gonna hopefully serve for many decades to come. Anyways, take care and good luck and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks.